You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. Uh, we've got a decision from Reputation Basics 6278. Advice for the good boss. All right. Are, the title alone, I, are you the good boss? Because if you are, I feel like maybe you're not, you shouldn't be saying that. It reminds me of a Buddy Wakefield quote. I would say it's been humbling, but I suspect humble people don't use that word. Uh, don't call yourself the good boss. I'm an owner of a small company with 11 employees. I go out of my way to show my employees my appreciation to them, and I do it in a way that they want. I ask then how they want to be recognized and what for. Okay, I can kind of see where this is going. Um, I'm going to guess you're probably not getting the results that you think. And largely, this may be your mindset. You already think you're doing everything right. I go out of my way. Look at me, me, me. You've made yourself the victim. You're not getting the results that you... I do exactly what they want and then ask, and I'm so empathetic, and I ask them how they want to be recognized. Okay, maybe let's do some more self-reflection and be absolutely certain about whether or not that's the case before uh, we take a victimizer mindset. I'm empathetic towards them as for their input to ask for their input to ensure that they feel heard. I do check-ins to make sure they're not feeling burnt out. I show that I care about them, not only as an employee, but as a person as well. Yet I still don't feel like that's good enough. It seems like the more I try to be, quote, the good boss the more people expect and it's becoming exhausting. Okay, so you can't be the good boss. That's part of it. You can't you can't do that and you certainly can't be the self-anointed good boss. That's clearly not working for you. It won't ever work. Um, and why won't it work? It's because you're the boss. So you can't be their friend. You can be, you can connect with them emotionally. You can be a great leader. Uh, you can be there for them. You can truly care about them. Uh, you can get along really well. You can be involved in their lives, but you're never going to be a friend. It's just a different thing. It doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean you don't care. It doesn't mean you don't get along, but you can't be friends with someone that you have power over. Um, so the more you try to be their friend, the worst leader you'll be for them. And they won't like that and they'll not respect it uh, because it's it's not genuine. It's perceived as not being genuine. If somebody was sitting there going, I do, look at all these things I do for you. Would that make you like them more or less? Would it make you feel like they're your friend or not? Yeah. Friends don't do that. And, and a boss, which I don't like the word boss, but boss can't, can't do that either. I have someone, he's, he, he keeps going, he or she keeps going. I have someone who I've given three raises to in less than two years, not a few cents either. Compromise them on with them on offering a, a set schedule and approves their requests off 95% of the time. Yet when asked if they feel valued and appreciated, their response is neutral. I'm exhausted. Any advice? Okay. So yeah, I think that y your mindset is largely inhibiting your ability to make good decisions as a leader and, and as an employer. So instead of assuming that you've done a great job making them feel heard and respected and valued, and then being disappointed when they say they aren't. You ask, what would make you feel heard and respected and valued? 
you have to ask, right? This is, if you could simplify this to an experience that's more universal, say it, this is like if you're, um, you did the laundry and the dishes and cleaned the house and made dinner for your husband and he was still in a grumpy mood and felt like your relationship and you ask him, how's the relationship going? And you go, he goes, I mean, it could be better. And you go, what? I made the dish. I did the dishes and cleaned the house and did the laundry and the food. I did look at all these things I did for you. Well, yeah, he says, it's because you did them with an attitude of look at what I'm doing for you. And then that doesn't feel good. And we didn't talk. We didn't go on a date night. We didn't, you didn't just talk to me about my day. You didn't, we didn't really connect. You just did all these things that you thought I wanted that I never told you I wanted and then made me feel guilty about them. So I think if you ask them directly and, and don't assume that you're doing a great job, because I mean, it's possible that this person just has a terrible attitude and no matter what they get from you, uh, they're going to be, you know, a toot about it. But it's also possible that whatever way they would make them feel seen and validated and heard and, and valued and respected is simply not happening in your company and you could change it very easily. So there's a lot of these problems that we face as leaders can be solved by clear feedback. And feedback happens not when there's accusations, not when there's assumptions, and not when there's what a lot of people think, brutal honesty. It happens when there's curiosity. You have to be curious with them and say, hey, like, what would make you feel good? Instead of approaching it from a position of a victim, which is what you're doing now. We need to go from, from a victim, hey, oh, poor me, I can't do anything right, to being empowering yourself to make the right choices. Thanks for making the great decision to listen in to this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Insights, advice, and comments provided by Sean Smith, Sanger Smith, and speakers identified as part of the Decidedly podcast should not be considered recommendations. Speakers not identified as members of Decidedly are expressing their opinion, and their statements should not be construed as reflecting the views of the Decidedly team. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes, not personalized advice.